Don't think healthcare professionals have any business experience? Think again. No topic is off limits as we share tales from our brave hosts who will always tell it like it is. We are hashtag no filter healthcare. Here to guide you through your healthcare journey are your hosts, Taylor Dunn and Tamara Donda. We want to thank our sponsor, Uptime Health, the leading healthcare equipment and compliance management software company for bringing this podcast to fruition. Visit UptimeHealth.com to learn more. Let's get started. Welcome to hashtag no filter healthcare. I'm your co-host, Taylor Dunn. And I'm your other co-host, Tamara Donda. And on today's episode, we are going to be discussing how to create a sustainable work environment and the impact of staff turnover on your business and home life. That was a mouthful. Nice job. I know. I know. <laughs> it's a big old title. That's a good one. But it's it's a common theme that we hear about all the time. I mean, everyone's always talking about, you know, how do you maintain um, a a great work environment when you're at home all the time, or even when you're in the office or finding that balance, it's always brought up. It's always a good topic to discuss. And, you know, we've got our own perspectives. You and I are completely remote employees. And at the same time, we have team members that we're constantly communicating with, but our team members have people that are nearby, like other coworkers that they can meet up for lunch with or go into one of our office locations and meet meet them in person. And so really for you and me, we, we experience it um, completely working at home. Like we don't get that interaction like some of the other coworkers do. So I think it's a good topic to discuss. So when you're relating working from home and the work environment, they're completely two different things, but you still get staff burnout in, in both situations. One of the things that I actually have correlated is I think that there's definitely a relation to staff burnout in an office environment when your equipment breaks down. I know that sounds kind of crazy, but if you think about it, that's their, that's your employee's work environment. And if things are breaking down, it's just like if I'm working from home, which I do as I've established and, (laughs) and my fridge breaks down. I mean, I use my fridge every day, all day. And I have a lot of stuff in there. And if it breaks down, my day is impacted and, you know, my livelihood. It's the same kind of concept. When your equipment breaks down in the work environment, your staff is recognizing that. And it's like, okay, um, that doesn't work. Now I can't see patients or I can't, you know, utilize this equipment, you know, however, to make myself be more efficient and get my job done. So that provides unnecessary staff frustration and, uh, you know, lack of productivity, unnecessary breakdown. So it's something that you definitely have to think about. And that's why having a tool like Uptime Health is so helpful. And I know shameless plug there, but I had to because it no, just really makes sense. It's so true. It's so true. <laughs> you know, I almost say this all the time. I'm like, I, you know, when all of those issues were happening with the breakdowns of the airline systems, right? I, I always go back to that because I'm like, I wish they had uptime health. Like Southwest, <laughs> come on, get on, get on the uptime health train because it truly does impact your workflow. And not only that, the people like your patients, for example, that are coming in there, they can see that. And so it's almost like a ripple effect, right? So your employees are upset and then sometimes they don't mean to come off upset, but they are because they're stressed. And so the patient will feel that too. So, you know, productivity and and just making sure that you have the right equipment working at the right time is so important. And we know like between you and me, 
how even your laptop can break down and like stop charging, you know? And, and then you're just like, we work from home. So we're like, okay, well, we have no office. (laughs) What are we supposed to do now? So you and I sometimes will get on our phones and start trying to plug in work like through the phone. So it's really just so important to just step back and say, okay, what for my work environment is super important to me. And like, how can I make sure that those devices are taken care of? So for me, I've been like running great systems on my computer to make sure it's like bug free and, um, you know, unplugging when I'm not needing the plug on my computer, because I know you can overcharge a computer. So, you know, there's certain things that you can kind of implement into your workflow to make sure that these devices that you use every day, you know, don't lead to that frustration. So definitely a major issue. It relates. But, you know, I think also, you know, when it goes back to turnover and just issues just in the workplace, you know, it really is important to just recognize the impact, you know, that it can, it can really go down to that trickle effect that I talked about before, you know, the, if your company and your team is upset, then that really does fall down to the patient level. And so trying to figure out certain signs, right? Like how can we identify if my team is feeling that burnout, right? How can I, um, track this in a sense, um, to make sure that they are being heard. Right. And so I think one of the major things that I've seen in the workplace is like attitude changes. Right. I think a lot of people um, will, you'll sense kind of that they're off or they don't feel like they can communicate with you. And, you know, I think a lot of the times you'll notice when you have different personalities working in a different or in the same environment, you'll see that some people interact in a different way and that's okay. You know, there are some people that are up front and like to communicate. And there are some people that are like, Hey, I'm good. I'm independent. I want to work and do it on my own time. So I think when you realize a change in their attitude is when you can start reaching out, you know, as an employer and say, Hey, is everything good? You know, is there anything that I can do to facilitate your workflow? Is there anything that I can offer you to make things easier or better? You know, I think that's kind of one of those little changes and factors that you can kind of get ahead of. You'll also notice things like their work ethic drops, you know, or like they're not communicating with you like they normally would. Like if they are an independent employee employee that is like, I can do my own thing um, and I will come to you when needed. And then you notice they just don't even do that anymore. There's something off and you have to be able to recognize that. Um, or, you know, if you start to realize there's some sort of rumor mill going around, people are complaining and just getting a little... Um, inappropriate with the comments they're making in the workspace. Like that's when you notice something's off with your morale and you need to fix it. And one thing that I will never forget, I've, I've heard, um, you know, my, my employer say this before, just talking in a leadership sense. Um, once a team member gets to the stage of burnout, it's hard to get them back from that. And it's so true because they get into a mentality that's, it's kind of like, this is, this is it for me. I don't know if I can get back from this. I don't know if I can do this job anymore. I don't feel supported. So recognizing the signs early, getting ahead of it and feeling like you have some sense of control to get that, that staff member back to where they were. So ways to get ahead of this and improve the work environment, you know, reduce the staff turnover by providing flexible work schedules. Now, you know, that's not always going to be something you can offer depending on your work environment. But if you have the opportunity 
definitely try and offer it. People will work harder for you. Um, you know, I have moments where I have to take a day, you know, maybe I've got doctor's appointments or something like that. And I know that my leadership allows me to take that moment and take care of myself. And I know that when I get back, because I know I have the support and that capability to just take the moment and the day to, you know, do things I need to, um, on a personal level, I come back and I'm like, okay, I have the responsibility now to catch up, get back to, you know, what I need to do. And I work even harder um, because I feel supported and I feel like they understand my needs. Um, So I just feel like that's something that people need to recognize is actually really important, just letting them have that kind of freedom. And I know it's not, like I said, it's not the solution 100%, but it's something to definitely consider. Oh, yeah. And just being open to that, you know, as a leader, you know, I think that things come up and sometimes it rains and then it pours. You know, I always use that use that analogy because it happens to me like where I feel like a black cloud like follows me for a couple weeks and and then it goes away and then I'm fine, you know, for the next six months. But there are times that you also have to provide that level of support to your team and just reach out and just know that things that you had planned ahead or, you know, things, things that you had, you know, originally thought were going to happen may not happen. And that's okay. You know, like be supportive, be a leader. You know, there are certain instances where, you know, things come up and you have to be flexible in that sense. And, and just know that, you know, it's not like a recurring pattern, of course. Right. So within limits, you know, I think you should definitely be open to that communication and know that, you know, especially when you are working remote, you have a lot more expectations at home that you have to keep up with now. Um, especially if you have young children, like I do. Um, so being able to be flexible with your employees, I think is number one, um, people will feel better about working with you if they know that their home life is okay. Um, I always say that. So just, you know, open communication, I always say is key. Yeah. I love communication. I mean, I'm, Obviously, I'm an over communicator. We have a podcast. There's a reason we like. To, <laughs> we could talk to ourselves. So, you know, oh, yeah. I am always. I'm an oversharer. I talk to my, you know, my leadership team way too much. They probably are like, okay, we get it. Like, <laughs> we don't need to know every detail. But I, that's just who I am as a person. Um, I feel like Tamara is too. That's why we always are talking to each other all day long. Um, mm-hmm. but it's also like a supportive culture, which we've, we've talked about this in the past. Like culture is so important. Um, especially nowadays, like making sure you're recognizing the culture that you've built for your team. Um, but that's a part of it uh, completely is having, um, almost like, like your work is your safe space. Like you need to have, the feeling, the notion that you are um, with like-minded people and um, that they understand, you know, what you're going through or can be there and support you. So I think it definitely emphasizes teamwork and collaboration as a whole. Um, And then another thing that I love is trying to find opportunities for professional development and growth. So like for me personally, like when I started off in my career, I was looking every which way for um, some way to develop my career um, and move forward. And I feel like people recognize that. And if they're there to truly support you, then they're going to give you those opportunities. Um, and that, that comes down to culture too. If, you're, if you've got a roadblock up 
for your employees and they feel like they can't grow, they're going to start to realize this is not the place for me. I don't want to be here. So, um, and you actually have to mean it too. You know, I've been with employers in the past where they've talked about it, but I've never actually seen it happen. Um, so, you know, you have to make that happen too. You have to spend the time to help your employees develop and get them to where they need to be to grow into that next role. Totally. I, I definitely think when you think about it from a leadership perspective or a CEO, you know, it's so difficult because you're in the day to day, you're in the weeds for the majority of the time. Most CEOs put in so many hours, you know, at the beginning of their business and even onwards. So, you know, it's hard to sit back and say, okay, am I not taking care of my employees? Like, have, have I checked in, you know, asking these questions to yourself is just so important because there are ways to communicate that with your employees. And I feel like no matter what your employees going to, is going to feel happier and more heard if you actually take the time out to do that. Right. So just reach out and check in. You know, I think Janesh does an amazing job at this. He's always in between everybody's departments so that he knows what's going on. And so he loves to, you know, communicate with us back and forth on what we're doing. And we always, you know, ping him and we're like, Hey, we need your, your expertise. Like we need another look of eyes on this piece of content. And he's always available. So I definitely think, you know, you have to realize that your team is what's building you up. And those are your fan base, just like a celebrity would, you know, and, and you have to, to make sure that your fan base is taken care of. Yeah. And be relatable. I mean, I think that that's where a lot of people um, lose touch with their, their leadership as if they're not relatable and they're like, this is business and this is how things are going to be. And I, can't talk to you about personal stuff. If you don't open yourself up, I mean, I get it. Set boundaries. You don't want your employees to know everything about you, but you have to open up enough where they feel like they can actually relate to you. You're a human being. You're not that, you know, workaholic that they know and love. Like you actually have family life. You have friends, you do things, you know, outdoors, you have hobbies, like things that they can connect with you on a deeper level. Um, that's always made a difference for my mentality as well whenever I'm working with an employer. Yeah. And think about like the inside of the business, right? Look to your team to help you create new ideas. So I actually love bringing in pop culture references because I'm a big TV buff. Like if I'm going to like separate myself from work, I'm going to watch something good on TV. And recently I just watched a show called Glitched and it was about the HQ dilemma. I don't know if you ever played that game on your phone, HQ, where you could win money. It was like a question answer game. Anyways, it was like huge uh, for like a six month period. And then it just fell off the face of the earth. Anyways, it talks about the CEOs um, and they were uh, kind of co co-founders at the time and kind of battling each other for CEO. Um, one of the CEOs was just like not interested in change. Like he didn't listen to his team. He was like not interested in any new feature updates, adding to the platform. He was just like not into it. And then you had the other co-founder that was more involved in the, the technology build. And so he was interested in like, how do we make this game better? They never were able to work together. Um, and so that kind of led to the dismantle of the company. But, you know, what I learned from that just by watching it is, is being able to communicate with your team and listen to them because they are in the weeds. They get the work. They know and hear from customers too, like how the product is. 
learn from them, right? Ask them the questions like, am I offering the right services? Like, do you guys have any updates? Like, is there anything going on that you think that we should add to the platform? Um, our team does a great job of that because operations team at Uptime Health does it, you know, does that often where they're asking, you know, the development and they're working alongside them saying, hey, like our customers are saying this is a potential feature. And then they can tell the development like, hey, maybe we should add this in, you know, and I think that's super, super important. We've talked about this multiple times on many different podcasts, but connect your departments and let them communicate to each other. Yeah, you're creating that environment for team building and everything like that and a sense of community. And, you know, you're connecting people that are working from home like us who are, oh, yeah. you know, lone wolves over here in Chicago by myself. And, um, you know, <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I get to actually spend time talking to my my colleagues. So but speaking of like team building activities and events, another thing that I um, I think is helpful is we have like a staff offsite meeting. I might've mentioned this before, but um, it's, it's really nice. I know it's not for everybody. Cause if you've got a, you know, a company with a thousand or more employees, not exactly the easiest thing to coordinate, but I have seen companies with thousand plus employees that do some sort of um, team building activity or event that they have. So it is possible um, but it it definitely allows you to understand that um, you know your your employer is taking the time to recognize all your hard work, wants you to connect with everybody on a different level, um, spend time getting to know each other outside of work, um, relaxing for a moment, <laughs> um, and it really does matter. And even like things like I've seen other companies do something like. Um, you know, based on your performance, you get a weekend getaway with your spouse or something like that. And I'm like, oh my God, I would love that. You know, <laughs> think about it. Like, think about it. And yeah. And put yourself in your, your employee's shoes. Like they, they're working, ju- you know, just as hard as you are, at least they should be. <laughs> That's what the hope is. Right. And if they are, you're definitely going to see that in their performance and being able to reward them with, Um, you know, even a small weekend getaway and saying like, here, take this, go away with your, your spouse or a friend or whatever and enjoy and just take that moment away and relax and, and refresh and come back even better and working even harder. Absolutely. Oh yeah, definitely. And then I also love like, you know, yes, you can do larger scale gifts essentially, right? Like by doing these little events or, you know, letting them go and wine somewhere. I personally, and I know you feel the same way, swag gifts are super fun. Like, and I know people cringe at the thought they're like, oh, I have to order merchandise. It's like, no, like truly the people that work for your brand understand the community aspect. They want to represent the brand that they work under, right? They want to show off like who they are in this company. And so I think giving those little gifts here and there, like t-shirts or a hat, you know, make somebody feel part of a community. And I, I think, you know, between us two, we love swag. So look into that um, as a potential, you know, opportunity. And, and it can be very cost effective too, if you do it right. So swag stuff we all get. Yeah. <laughs> I love swag. Um, if anyone ever wants to bring me swag, I will happily take it. 
<laughs> I, I have way too much swag from conferences, but I'm totally that person that like will see swag and I'm like, ooh, is that for me? It's shiny and pretty. I want it. <laughs> but then you recognize it too. So it's great yeah. for marketing, right? So just know that if you bulk order, bulk order for your team and for people out, outside of your team, you know, you can always do that too. And everybody feels special. And think about it. If I'm on a call with a client or a partner and I've got my company swag on me, like even drinking out of a coffee mug that's got my logo on it, like I just look really cool. That's, you know, a fact. So, (laughs) (laughs) But it it can really boost the morale of your team. You know, if you're feeling like everybody's being overworked, let's say you had like a huge product launch or a huge release that everybody's kind of had their hands on. You can feel that everybody's just kind of chugging their way to Friday. Think about an opportunity to send them something, even as small as a coffee mug. Um, Just let them know that you appreciate their hard work. You know, these are your fan base. Take care of them so that they continue to to boost the rest of the morale of the team. Yeah, but I have to say, make sure the swag is is worth it because I've also like, you know, I'm not going (laughs) to... I want my, my husband, for example, I'm not going to say his, the company who works for, hopefully they're not ever listening, but (laughs) we're not in healthcare. So I think we're good, but, um, he cracks me up because he works for a large corporation that has been around for many years (laughs) and he comes home with like a little like sample of something. And he's like, yeah, they gave this to us today. And I'm like, oh sweet <laughs> like he and he's like yeah this is, well this is the only thing we get for like six months so I mean that kind of stuff is almost laughable because it's like I think they just had extras and they <laughs> you know, passed out stuff so you just want to you know be thoughtful in your swag if you're gonna do it just do it right that's all I have to say <laughs> and, okay that brings up a whole other topic all of these companies are doing these pizza parties for people for their year long, you know, span of work at the company. And I'm just like, oh my God, I'm like, compensate people, give them bonuses, you know, try to move them up in the roles. Like think those are ways that you can really help your team feel heard is by doing those things. Skip the pizza party. Nobody cares about a pizza party. Sorry, but they don't. Do what is necessary for your company and try to figure out where the the roles can be adjusted, right? Um, And ask them too. You know, I recently just did this um, for another company. I was like, hey, um, you have two people that are under you that aren't doing the right role. They're not in the right role that they like to be. And it was funny because both of them wanted to switch. They were like, I want her job. And the other one was like, I want her job. I was like, how do you not know this? Like you're the CEO, come on. So he ended up making the switch and they've been happier ever since. And that's all it took. It didn't take a pay raise. It didn't take, you know, anything crazy in the company. It was just a role switch. And that was it. Well, I mean, I would also like a pizza party, but more compensation is always great. So, I mean, pizza, compensation, I know, right? You have to kind of, you know, weigh them out. But so the last thing I want to say about this, I feel like we've kind of covered everything we possibly can. But um, I really think it makes a difference when team members encourage each other. It doesn't even have to do 
with the leadership at all. It's just back to the culture of the company and knowing that your peers, your colleagues, they're there to support your successes too. I think that's major. I feel like every time um, one of our employees, you know, has a win in any way, even like the small ways, but you know that they've been working really hard and it does make a difference to give them like a shout out and make them feel special and excited for them. And um, I don't know, it just, you then realize that they will reciprocate those reactions for you as well. And, and they will celebrate you in return when it's your turn for that. So I don't know, take a moment and recognize your team members. And I mean, just even like a high five, you know, sometimes it's just a high five. I always, I'm always virtually high five. <laughs> That's my thing. I don't know. But anyway, well, I really, I really loved this episode. I thought it just, you know, it harps on a, a topic that's so huge and it's never going to go away, unfortunately. Um, but everyone's always trying to look for ways to improve. And some of these are obvious, but sometimes you just need to hear it. So we really appreciate everyone listening to today's episode. Um, to learn more about our sponsor, Uptime Health, visit UptimeHealth.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast or comment below if you have any questions for us or suggestions for topics that you'd like to hear us cover. Thank you. Thank you.